Welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt. They call me Sticky Fingers Givenisi, and today we're talking about selling websites, specifically why and how I sold one of my own websites. And joining me today and forever is uh, the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com, the co-host of the List of Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. How are you, man? What are you drinking? Sup, man? Sup, uh, I'm just bro? drinking a crisp. It's in the evening over here, so I need to, you know, decompress a little bit. Oh, it's six there, right? Yeah, uh, six, yeah it's still six the a- one to be exact. Yeah, it's still the afternoon here. What cool, time? Cool story. Four o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to know the time difference between New York and Colorado, yeah, yeah, we got you covered. This is the podcast where that we get that shit done. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? I'm still drinking the crisp. From, uh, 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 that wasn't on the last episode, but you're. We didn't talk about beer in the last one, but yeah, yeah. I, I drank. I think I drank water then. Yeah. Um, so, but you're drinking crisp by Six Point. Yes. Nice. What are you drinking? I, I see the glass that you're drinking it out of. It's a GitHub glass. I know, nerd. That forever. is super. Did you buy that, or they send it to you? No, I was at. Uh, so you know, Death Proof. The uh, like they have this like co- how to make cocktails book that's like super famous. No. Uh, or no, sorry, Death and Co. Death and Co. is what it's called. Oh, no. is it another coffee company? No, 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 no. No, so if they, they, and I think you can get like cocktail esque materials from the website. Awesome, awesome cocktail bar in New York City. Or it's more like a cocktail lounge. Uh-huh. And Laura and I were sitting there, and this dude who worked for GitHub was at the table next to us. Uh-huh. And we wound up kind of like our conversations merging. And he sent me for no reason, because I don't think I was really that. Actually, he was talking to my wife. So maybe <laughs> for my wife's being awesome. Right. Uh, I got a bunch of GitHub gear. Cool. They're here. In Boulder. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they're now Microsoft. So right. Yeah. Mom. Microsoft just bought them. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean you're going to switch away from GitHub? No. They're, they're like, they're the only, the one and only. Not like GitLab. You like GitLab? You, have you tried GitLab? No. I, I, no. I mean, GitLab, GitLab is great, dude. I, yeah. You got to pay for it if you want those private repositories, though. It's like $5 a month. Yeah. I have, dude, I have like 20 or something repositories. I don't know. Like, I, I, every time I talk to a developer, they're like, no, dude, there's so many other better options than GitHub. Really? Really. A Gitbucket, uh, GitLab is, is like free, completely free. I guess every professional company thing that I've worked for has used it. Yeah. And I just know all the commands. I know how to merge branches, right. deal with con. It's just all that bullshit. Yeah. All my, all my beers are exploding when I open them today. Not that I'm like what, hammering. What are, you, what are you drinking, bro? Uh, this one is uh, it's called Sticks, and it's by Bootstrap Brewing here in. Oh shit! A, it's a really cool can. Is that an otter? Yeah, it, it's kind of like there's a it's a stick, and there's like just rabbit, squirrels, otters, beavers, just all chomping at this like thing. It's pretty insane. Yeah, there's beaver on there. It's just a pale ale. A sessionable pale ale, five point five percent. Although I wouldn't consider that sessionable, but I guess. What what is sessionable to you? Like five and below? Yeah, mm. yeah. I would even say like closer to four. But dude, this is like what I mean. This is one of the, uh, my friend Nathaniel, who's been on the show. He turned me on to this, and it's just like a good. I bought a six pack, just a good ass pale ale. Pale ale, it's basic, mm. but good. It's delicious, tasty. You yeah, can crush them. Yeah, it's nice. Focus on the combo. Yeah, good summer beer. Mm. Um, so, uh, before we get started today, 
Uh, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. I want to, we talked about like what, um, I don't think I like really I definitely talked on this show about uh, the fact that I sold my website, RoastyCoffee.com, recently. But I don't think I really exp- – I mean, I, there's, a, there's an entire article on Money Lab that kind of goes through the details of how I did it and, like, the whole story. But with this, I want to talk about – I want to talk about those things. But I also want to talk about should I have even done it and should other people do it? Um, did, have I told you my theory on questions like that? No. So it's like, mm. uh, yes, you have. <laughs> well, go on. I want to hear it. My, my theory is whenever you see an article or piece of content that has a question, like, um, should you worry about mice eating your babies? <laughs> question mark. Uh, that if you just in your head just always answer no, then you could just save yourself the time, the time of yeah. reading it. Um, well, so I I got I got pose a question to you. Mm. There's no. a lot. Of, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe this is the maybe this is the answer. But so we've been finding out recently that a lot of because uh, you have the personal finance site, listen, money matters. Mm-hmm. We've been finding out that a lot of personal finance sites have been selling to larger companies and in, and, in like a whirlwind in, in like the last like week or two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know about two of them. You probably know about more and this wave, this wave happened before, right? So we had friends, uh, get rich slowly. Uh, uh, what was it? Bargaineering. Um, mm-hmm. I forget what, uh, Harlan's was I forget what consumerism or something. Um, something like that. I forget uh, what it was. I, I, consumer comment. Something like that. I, I, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't know the actual. But they all sold like roughly around the same time, I believe. Um, and this is early, early internet. Yeah, this is. Like, yeah, this was. What this was in two thousand eight, was it? This was like like even before people like holy shit can make money on a blog. Like yeah. holy shit, people buy blogs. Right. What, why? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but now we're seeing it happen. We're seeing another wave happen again. It seems like it seems that way, at least in the personal right. finance space. My question is: Would you ever sell? Listen, money matters. Is there a price at which you're like, oh, hell's yeah? <laughs> Listen, Laura and I have talked about it a lot, and we we've just agreed on hell no. 
Like, like literally, like if anyone comes to us, we just will tell them that they can't afford it. Um, and and perhaps it is more accurately in reverse. We we can't afford to to lose it, you know. So because like, they're going to give you a proper valuation, right? They're going to do like the average valuation. I think for a website is roughly thirty six months. I think revenue. Um. Okay. So. Uh, I, I heard different numbers. You did, yeah. So I, I heard. So do you know what TTM is? Uh, I think so. Say it again. Well, so uh, and I, f- I forget exactly what it stands for, but TTM is essentially like the tra- oh trailing twelve months. Yes, yes. So yes. So it's the it's the average you'd make in the trailing twelve months. So if you made hundred, th- or let's say if you made twelve hundred twenty thousand dollars in a year, uh, you made ten thousand TTM. Right? Yeah. And so the idea is you take that and it's essentially five years revenue at that. Five years? Yes. And so that's what... I've only um, heard 36 was like the max that I heard. So for example, um, and we could say this because it's public info, um, XL Media bought this website that I love called Mm investorjunkie.com using that evaluation. Five years? Yeah. Wow. But, you know, it depends, I guess, uh, if you were a private equity firm versus, like, me. Indiv- yeah, right. Like, right. like, yeah. Yeah, so I, I did not sell to a private equity firm. I sold to an individual. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I ask that because um, I, I feel the same way about Swim University. It's a hell no. Hell, it's, it's literally, I've been building it for 10 years. Um, I... Would I would I am assuming that like if I sold it I would make good money I would make mm. a good lump sum like amount but I would make way more than that just keeping it and letting it die on its own yeah. right if I just like let it just sit around um and that's I mean that's kind of how I look at that and I, ironically the companies are literally doing that and and you have an example of one who who rode it uh, didn't do really anything rode it to the ground and then sold it back to the owner yeah. Yeah, I, it's it, it, it's a um, I, I don't know. It's it's funny. Like when I sold the site, I, I got into it because originally, what I was going to do for swim for for sorry for Money Lab was I I had put out I had put out a poll like what kind of experiment should I do? And I had all these ideas like should I build a plugin in like a you know in a set number of days? Uh, and one of them was buy and flip a website. So. Right, just to just to see if I could buy a website, build it up in like a couple months, and then literally sell it for more than I bought it for, and and more yeah. that I paid for that like you know a couple months of of building it up, uh, sort of like buying you know buying and flipping a house, the same deal. I, I but just think there's a human obsession with flipping. There apps. Well, there's a buy, hu- buy low, sell high on eBay. And yeah, Amazon because it's or, uh, because it's get rich quick. That's right. why drop right? shipping. Yes, you know, it's get rich quick. It's it sounds like super easy money. And it sometimes it is if you have a process down, but the the first time you do it, it's a shit show and you probably lose money and yeah. So mm-hmm. um, that and that was a huge like everyone wanted to see that right. And I'm like, okay, I guess I got to start doing. I guess I got to start researching sites to buy. And so I I started like kind of diving, uh, dipping my toe in the water to see how do you even buy a site? What do you where how, where do you go? What do you look for? And of course, there's like sites like Empire Flippers. There's uh, brokers who 
but you have like with Empire Flippers, which is like one of the easier ones to deal with, you still have to pay a fee just to see the website, mm. you know, to see to get like the information from it. Well, I'm just curious, like, can you like enumerate the the places? I mean, like, if I was listening, I was like, dude, I want to buy a site. Oh, Empire Flippers is one of like probably five. Yeah, so I, the ones that I know about are Empire Flippers, Flippa, which mm. is kind of Flippa is where you go to buy sites very easily. Like you don't even need. It's, it's very like, very low price. Yeah, low price. Generally sites. speaking, there are a few higher ones. Like domains are often. And for I sale was told there. to avoid Flippa at all costs. Yeah, that's what I was told. Um. So Empire Flippers is a is a higher uh, a version of that, but I've heard also that you know there's there's a lot of crap, but you know it's lucrative crap, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because and I say crap um, coming from my opinion. You know, it's like I you know my I I value things differently than people who just people who do buy and buy and sell websites. It's a portfolio to them. It's stock trading. It's it's right. you know it's it's a game where for me it's like that site doesn't look nice and it's like I can't you know it's like the guy it, it, who buys a, a new house and can't look past the paint color on the walls. It's like that's kind of how I am with buying sites, um, and or or in even more deeper than that, like I was looking at sites, I was mainly concerned about the branding of the site because I didn't want to mm-hmm. have to rebrand a site if I was going to buy it. I wanted the branding to be solid See, or at least I had a good name. You should buy one with shitty branding because you are so good at that. Like, yeah, but I, I would assume you'd want to do that and rebrand it. Dude, that's that's like one of the things you're exceptionally good at. You know, I didn't even think of that. I was looking for the things that had good branding to begin with, but maybe a shitty logo. Right, mm. and I could build up the the brand, but I never thought about buying a site completely changing the domain name. Okay, so so I would agree. Like, yeah. I think the domain name is that is such a headache. It's important. Yeah, I thought it was important. So, so uh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, then there's like brokers like Effie International, who I talked to, and Quiet Light, and those are the ones that I pretty much knew about, and I or at least I found out about doing the preliminary research for this potential experiment I was going to do. Did you did you find deal flow brokerage? No, um, no. So so there were, used to be high end stuff on Flippa, but no one trusted Flippa, so they yeah. kind of spun it. Um, and there's there's good stuff on there. And now there, what do you now? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> part of what stopped me from doing this was you know you're really not going to get a site for under thirty thousand dollars. Oh, at least for that's sure. Empire Flip. Empire Flippers, right? Anything that would really be interesting to you. Exactly. And I was just like, I don't know if that's worth a, worth an experiment, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been, like, big at the time, it would have been big money out of pocket. And I was just like, eh. I mean, I, I I could save up and do it. But, man, if, it, if I fuck up, like, it's a pretty, it's a big loss for me. Right. Um, and not that I'm against doing it in the future. I, I certainly would like to do it as long as it was a project that i could contain in you know a month or two of like and just for content for money lab still Mm. still open to that idea uh but i had done this research and then steph and i were were you know thinking about moving and buying a house here in here in boulder and houses are not cheap as you know um how how much they cost in boulder i mean you can't yeah so like you can't get a house a decent normal house that you probably have to do renovations to for under 500. 
You just okay. you just can't. Uh, we could we could go more outside the city. And maybe, how big if, is that? Just uh, like to oh, get a- uh, fifteen hundred square foot, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, normal, like you know, normal two three bedroom house, probably a rancher, in in Boulder proper, in Boulder mm. City. Like where you would want to actually where live. you'd want to actually cool yeah stuff exactly and- like you're yeah you're not like like the house again the house that we currently live in is like I think valued at like seven fifty we don't pay that I mean it's not ours so we rent it but that's and, and when you look at it you're like I mean it's twelve hundred square foot you know it's mm. fine but it's like I, holy crap like it's so much and and I you know from living in South Jersey like I. They were, they were like I lived next door to like mansions, quote unquote, like McMansions that were like three hundred thousand. Oh my god! You get a house. And and you yeah, get it was a just house. yeah. But I just I can't separate that from my brain. It was really difficult. So, right. Um, I was like, so we started brainstorming like how you know we we have savings and stuff, but not enough to put down twenty percent, which we really wanted to put down on a house. And we were like, what? And, and we brainstormed ways we could we could save up money fast. And one of the way, one of the ways that I, you know, proposed was, well, uh, I could sell one of my websites and basically get a jump on this, you know, house down payment deal. Mm. And I remember talking, I think I was talking to Jason Zook and he was like, have you ever thought about selling roasty? And I'm like, no, but I wouldn't be against it. And this was a couple years ago. So this is even before the house thought. Yeah, this is before the house thought. Maybe Would you maybe think maybe he about, was asking because he wanted it. No, absolutely not. No, I think I think he like he's he's way too poor. He couldn't afford. It. <laughs> no, I think it was because he saw that I was like you see in me my scatteredness. My mm-hmm. my um. It's funny. I'm I'm I feel like I'm very I'm a very organized person, but. Like, but in like the nitty, I'm like organized nitty gritty wise, but like in the grand scheme, I'm a fucking mess. You're you're really good at making forward progress. If only you would just go in one direction, right? I guess, right? I always, I, I mean, like you, you, I mean, you understand this. Like uh, the shiny object object syndrome is real. Yeah, and it's probably a trait of a lot of entrepreneurs because totally. it's what made you create things in the first place, right? I chased something. I just happened, you know, and, you know, people are like, from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, he built some university over 10 years and, like, he finally, like, did it. And it's like, dude, no. I, I gave up on some university, like, six times out of 10 years. Yeah, you know, it's I like, I was like, I'm done. And I like, walk away, go focus on something else, like building a social network for dogs or doing Listen Money Matters. Or, like, I just kept, like, vanishing away from my, my thing. And, and even back then, you had talked about selling Swim University. Yeah, I no, think no, I got offered offers. You like a hundred thousand or something. Yeah, I got offers for sure. Yeah, um, and that was when it wasn't making what it is now. So it's now would be totally different. And mm-hmm. and that's it's a, like now I'm at a hell no moment where I'm right. like, dude, I could sit on this and and be I'd be and be good, you know, mm. uh, and just and even if I like you know could just work on it by myself, which is not what I plan on doing, but like I could. I could it could coast for many years, maybe like till till I retire, really. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I you know Jason brought it up to me, and I was like, I think he saw the same thing you saw in me, which was like this: like you have so many plates spinning, and if only you could focus on one thing and really. Like- 
you know. Like, if I could harness that in you, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, take yeah. that output and put it towards something. So, I did have it in my head already. And the reason I think I was, you know, I, I think it's important to talk about, you know, to, to bring it back to, you know, should I have sold Roasty and should other people sell their websites? Right? Mm-hmm. And that's why well, I asked you about yours. Like, would you ever sell? Okay, so so I I would never, um, and so so it one um, where you have had most of your life as a full time entrepreneur. I've had most of my life as a full time employee. That's not true. No, that's not true. No, 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 no. I think I've been a full time entrepreneur for five years. Oh, okay, all right, fine. Not, so not I've, that long. I've been I've been it for one. I guess <laughs> right. Whatever, fine. Um, I guess, uh, but in those five years and whatever, Laura and I scrolled away and uh, learned that uh, when when you can buy everything you want um, and then you don't, uh, mm-hmm. you realize that it just is a number. It's like you're you're playing Clash of Clans and it's a score. Right, right. It so, doesn't so, impact you at a certain point, right? right. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. yeah. So so I so I wouldn't but but actually one of the things I want to ask you is cuz uh it it feels to me that you're that that you're going like the direction your your reasoning is going is uh enable to kind of like uh better focus. Yeah. You know, jettisoning jettisoning roasty yes. was essentially like a doubling down on focus. Yes. That was the other part of it too which uh, you know, obviously, so the true part of the story, and I mean, all those things I said were true, but the, the reason I, I, the reason I started looking into selling my site was because we wanted to buy a house. We needed a down payment. We wanted to do it very quickly. We wanted to do it within a year. And then, you know, I, I made a lot of, and we talked about this on, a, on another episode, which if you want to go back, I won't go into the, all the details, but basically I spent more money than I should have in the in the fall when I was flush with cash from Swim University. How, how much? Um so I ended up going into forty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. A single a, on a single credit card. I actually had to move money. Yay. I had to move like credit over from other credit cards into this one just because, so I didn't go over my credit limit. Sounds and, exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Riveting. I'm sure it was oh, great. Boy. For yeah. Her. Oh, yeah. I, I I now have like gray hair on my beard, which I, I didn't <laughs> have before. But I'm I'm pretty risk tolerant. I say that a lot because you have to you have to be in order to like you know lose your job while you have a home and a car yeah. and like just like kind of throw everything out the door and start this weird venture and everyone thinks you're an idiot and. You have to try. You have to prove them wrong, right? Yes, and you have to and be okay with. Always, it, it winds up shifting to that. Yeah, I, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> well, as if you, if you're like, I mean, I was always dead set on proving people wrong, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mean for you. I like I resonate with that. Yeah, personally. totally. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I, I yeah, so I ended up going in all this debt, and granted, my business is seasonal with Swim University because it's about pools and stuff. So. I knew that that $40,000 was eventually going to be paid off once the summertime kicked in, we started making more money and I would be able to I would be I would be able to play catch up. But it was mm-hmm. it was starting to 
weigh on me and, and take a toll on me. And I was still in the process of selling Roasty, and then I kind of shifted the priority for selling Roasty in my head from, you know, I should probably pay off my debt before I, put, you know, use this money as a down payment for a house because it's the more responsible thing to do. Right. And so then it became – it wasn't the reason I sold Roasty, but it became the reason I was selling Roasty at the time. So Does that make I sense? Feel- so so it absolutely yeah. makes sense and i feel like uh that's why and then this is something i never wanted to hear but why like i strongly believe you know when you're building the business don't quit your day job yeah because uh when you need cash you you might not and not to say that this was a oh, like net bad move for you but you may make decisions that you might not have made otherwise mm-hmm. when you're just like shit shit i need some money right oh Dude, you are pr- – that that moment, I talk about that moment privately. I, th- I don't know if I've ever mentioned that moment on the show, but the moment where you become desperate for money in this business, in, the, in this solopreneur, work for, work for yourself, so, self-employed, whatever you want to call it, the moment where you are desperate – you know, uh-huh. you don't know when the next check check is coming. It you make the dumbest decisions ever. You and ju- I feel like people almost not like run from you, but like th- that has like an odor. Like people yeah. could probably read it. From it, it you. you reek of desperation. Yeah, yeah, and it's a it's you know it's it's a scary place to be because while you're in it, you don't know. You think you're being smart, right? You're like in it. You're like. I'm going to start this other website now and I'm that's what's going to make all the money or like you're problem solving. Yeah, you're problem solving, but you're doing it in a way that's like you're you're not I don't know. I've I've been in that situation so many times. You think you'd be good at it now? <laughs> no, no. Because it, it, it's it's it it's it's a psychological mind fuck. It's you're not you're not uh you're not thinking straight. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have your hierarchy of needs are not being met and so you're just you're in survival mode. And if you don't know how to be like, if you're not like the coach of the twelve Thai boys and teaching, like it's like, all right, now it's time to meditate. Now it's time to chill the fuck out. But it's shouldn't like, we leave the cave? No, yeah, no. no not if you yet. weren't, if you were any other group of, if you were any other person stuck in that cave, like you would have freaked the fuck out. Oh, yeah. and died. So I, I think that that's the same. Maybe I'm maybe I'm using a topical example. I don't know. So you're but, saying you are similar to a Thai boy? Yes, <laughs> yes. Essentially, right, is what I'm saying. I'm glad we landed on that. It oh, only yeah. took ten episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. we finally figured it out. That's your. That's, that's what drives you, Thai boy. <laughs> thai boy sounds like a cool cocktail. Is that is that? I have a Thai boy. Give me a Thai boy. It, it should be. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So, I yeah that that moment I, I I definitely was in that moment, and what I was doing instead was purging, and I was I was like okay, mean? huh? What, what purging? What do you mean? So I was actually doing the smart thing, you know. I, I if 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 there was any moment where I was you know like you get into that moment of I don't have enough money or you're stressing out because you're in debt or whatever you, whatever moment you're in and you start to think irrationally. I was, I, I, I did think, you know what, 
I came to this conclusion, which is a you know kind of a ego blow if you want to call it like swim university is what makes the money mm-hmm. right i used to picture uh ace media which is my which is the parent company of, of swim university right? right it's the it's the it's my literal llc it's mm-hmm. called ace media because i collect playing cards i just was like i kind of chose that it ran i was like oh that's one thing about me. Call it Ace. It's fine. <laughs> I, that's, you know, that's, uh, and I wanted it to sound professional. I didn't want pe- you know, because I, I know like Thomas. If you're, what's Thomas's business name? Business things and stuff. Business, yeah, business businessy things and stuff. And I know Jason. Uh, he's got a funny one too. I forget. And I like those, but I, I want I was dealing with sponsors, and they would have to write checks out to me, and mm. I just didn't, and I didn't want to have them write checks out to something that sounded weird or have them like question like have their corporate question like who the hell why do we give this person ten thousand um so i had to be yeah so i was i was thinking ahead and 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 uh anyway i always you know and and this again this is like you know i left listen money matters because i wanted to build a a, a multimedia company i wanted to build a company that had multiple brands underneath it a a, a la vox.com or even like this you know xl media or whatever Mm. and uh so, it, not that I'm. I still would love to do that. So How, if, if I could interrupt for a yeah, second, yeah, 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 of course. Because I, I feel like I've watched you struggle with this, and and you know, and I think like your overall vision for it was awesome. Yeah, but I think it uh, from and maybe and I think it's changed since like we were working together. Mm-hmm. But it was often predicated on your not super love for Swim University slash. Like you oh, feeling yeah. that it wasn't sexy, and 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 I get it for all the reasons, but like as the outsider looking in, and seems, I mean I'm in the biz, so no, right. for the listener listening in, uh, a business that even one month a year makes like over sixty thousand dollars is yeah. I perhaps as sexy as it gets. Yeah, right. But 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 you're in it. But you're right. So you don't see it that way. No, and you're 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 dead on about you know i I grew up in the pool industry i'm like i'm i kind of want to be done with it but i am good at it too so yeah i i just i you know it's it's sort of the plight of being a jack of all trades i want to do all the things you know i I have multiple interests in life i've always been that way i've never had a been i've never you know I, i i envy the people who master the violin i swear to god that's like a thing i say a lot or people that master the fucking piano I have a dream, and I had a friend. I have, I have a friend who I didn't know. I believe you have friends. I have one <laughs> plus plus one. Uh, so when Steph and I share this dream, like we would love to be able to walk into, you know, a hotel and there's like a grand piano sitting there, and it's like kind of blocked off because they like, don't want like kids going up and playing with it. Right. But then you know, I'm a classically trained pianist. And I walk up and there, and I look like I'm in, you know, crappy clothes, and I just like play the most beautiful thing ever. I don't know People why. Come out of the room, just and like, clapping. And- it's like just I, to me. When I, if I ever saw that, I'd be, I'd be laughing because it'd be, it would blow me away. I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> this is the greatest thing. Like this schlubby guy comes up to a piano and just fucking kills it. Right? I, I don't know why it's like the funniest 
ironic dream that I wish I could I could achieve. And it's and like I've always thought like I'll just learn one song. You know, I'll just learn that one song. But I <laughs> I envy those people who could spend their entire life practicing like t- 10 hours a day like one thing and just like be a master at that thing. Right. And then that's just their passion. That's that's their whole lives. I, I envy those people. But I'm not that I'm I like a bunch of things. I like being mediocrely good at all of them. You know, like a, a jack of all trade, master of none sort of position. And uh, and ultimately, what that did was kind of like lead me down this path of like I don't, you know, yes, I know about pool care. Sure, I'm good at building websites. I can do that. But I want to do other stuff too, and and kind of loot and kind of package that all into like a bigger media company again, which I plan on doing and I would like to do. But I think I. After leaving, jump the gun a little bit. Yeah, maybe. for sure. After leaving, listen, money matters. It was like I'm gonna go do this. This is what I'm gonna go. And I immediately, actually, it wasn't very long. I mean, I think I spent the first year working on Swim You, and then after that, I was like, okay, it's time to start the next thing, which was Roasty. And I was using the profits from Swim University and the and some of the extra revenue to start that up, and it was growing. It grew pretty quickly, actually. And then I, I, my, the only way I was making money on that was through Amazon, Amazon affiliates. Yeah, and this is the the sad, another sad blog post I remember reading. Yeah, and that's on, when, on yeah, Lab. yeah, uh, and then you know, and I and I talk about this. I talked about this dilemma for years, which is affiliate marketing has always scared me because. God forbid, you know, look at Bluehost, right? Everyone mm. we know, that's where they make their money. It's like the Bluehost, the hosting company, they pay uh, whatever, $100 per lead, and it only costs the customer like $2.95 to, you know, so it's a fucking great relationship for the for the right. website owner. But Bluehost has a meeting, you're not in on it because you're not a part of Bluehost, and they're like, guess what? No more affiliate program. We have enough customers, or we're going bankrupt, or whatever, it, Those in people. unrelated news, did you know that the company that owns Bluehost owns eighty four yeah. hosting companies? Yeah. yeah, HostGator. They own a bunch. Yeah, yeah, like basically all of them. I mean, yeah, so yeah, it doesn't look like they're going away anytime soon. But it's uh, it's just one of those things that like I was always afraid that like, and I always my anecdote was they have a meeting, you're not involved, they decide to tank the affiliate program, you lose all your money. Well, Amazon had that meeting and didn't tank the affiliate program, but basically removed the uh, the fee structure that benefited the people who were sending them the most traffic mm. and decided to instead group their affiliate revenue percentages by category. And one of the categories that got the lowest percentages was coffee. Like that was a category, yeah, and it, oh, shit. or food or or kitchen supplies or w- one of those, right. but it, it got a it was a it was low. So like I still make the same amount of money that I make with Swim You. Swim You mm-hmm. didn't get hit, but but Roasty did, and I went you know that. So right before the the the, uh, bleh, the December before Amazon did that because I think Amazon did it March first of two thousand. 16. Mm. 
right? Was that right? 2017? 2017. Uh, it was the last year. For yeah, sure. it was 2017. March 1st, 2017 is when it went into effect. And that December, 2016, I was I made $7,000 on Roasty. And so I was the, like, the December prior. Correct. You're saying. Right. And I was like, dude, I, I did it. Like, we're now, we're now, like, Roasty is profitable. Like, we, right. are, we are doing it. And then the following month was 3500 And then the next month was, like, 4000 I was like, okay, we're doing it. And then February hit, and it was like, I got the news. So, wait, wait, wait and, to, to, to pull back for yeah. a second. Because you, you started Roasty when? March 2015. So March 2015. Yeah. And so, so let's say it was even January 2015. If it was December 2016, it was pulling seven. Yeah. I mean, it basically was less than two years. It yes. took you to replace the income of like the average U.S. household. Yes. Through building a website. Now, now, granted, so, it was December, so it was it was the right. Christmas no, month. No, and, I, I, yeah. I get that, but uh, still, that that is like a banner month. Yeah. Like my my gut visceral reaction is like, well. Why why wouldn't you look at uh the the sheet that Amazon Associate puts out and do it again in mm-hmm. less time for something with a higher percentage? Totally. I could, but then what if they change it again? You know? So I But so, but so I wasn't university a, could fall to that same logic track. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why I'm trying to spin things the other way. But which I which is a whole other episode. You mean like off of Amazon Associates? Off of affiliate marketing. Ah, like right. okay. not I, again. Not getting rid of it. Just removing my like right now. Eighty percent of my income comes from affiliate marketing. Same. And I would like to shift things to fifty fifty or eighty twenty. The at opposite least way. Own a meaningful amount of your own income. Exactly. So if 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 Amazon does decide to either cut the affiliate program completely or at least like lower my fees, like I don't get hit. Like I don't get. I don't. I don't take a massive blow. Right. You know, I take a I take a small, you know, gut punch, but I'm still able to fight. So, uh I I So yeah, that happened. And that didn't deter me, but it basically dropped my income to about $1500 a month on average. So it was still making money. Mm-hmm. But then I started I wanted to grow the traffic cuz I'm like, okay, well now because here's the thing. You could I didn't replace it with volume is yes, what, what you're thinking. It's exactly what you're you're right. Mm. And and that the biggest reason for that was uh I really didn't have a monetization plan going into building Roasty. What I did I knew that I would figure it out later, kinda like I did with Sun Yu. Right. But I knew that, okay, let me I can try I I have what I know, which is sponsorships and affiliate links and digital products. Those are the things that I do. And I'm like, I bet you I can do them in coffee. Now I, I could have. For sure, I did the affiliate marketing thing. It worked. I and I again, that was just Amazon. I could have moved to a totally different uh, affiliate platform and made more and just changed it all. I could have done that. Right. But I was now doing Money Lab, and you, you get like demotivated on it. You did. And, I and did. I, I totally yes. get it because it's happened to me umpteen times. And whether it's like the expectations you set. Yeah, or whatever, and like when when you fall, like you have to be a little crazy to create these things. Yeah, and when you fall out of love, like it's really hard to like get the project yeah. back into your your mind. And 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 not only that, but it you know this is a two year old project, and I like coffee for sure. 
I am not obsessed with coffee. Mm. I was like, I'm good at this. I learn. I do have all the different coffee making methods. I was super into it. Am still super into coffee, and literally can't drink anything that's like remotely terrible. I have to drink only the best coffee. So now I'm a, a sort of snob. But I wasn't. You know, I had replaced that that beverage thing with with beer. I was just like, I, I am so obsessed with beer to, to the point where it's it's. Like, I have a stack of books that's just all about beer. Mm. Tasting beer, brewing did beer. Did you just put that there for this no, episode? I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> they're just all... I mean, they're, that's, they're all over the house. I have magazines. It's, my house is cra- crazy. Mm. And I just realized that, like, oh, I'd much rather start a homebrewing site because that is literally my... I mean, that's, like, my, been my passion for 10 years. You know? Right. My real passion. Not, like... You know, if there's if I do have two passions in life or three passions or whatever it is, it's like it's building websites or businesses or branding or whatever, like all of this stuff that we talk about on this show. I love it all. I could talk about it all day. I pretty much do talk about it all day. Uh, beer I could talk about for all day. And that's pretty much like those are the two things that like I fucking love. So and- when, when are you selling it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I I won't because I it's a passion project. Whereas Roasty was a you were t- passionate about coffee. I was, but not, but never to this level. And I was passionate about pools, meaning like I was so knowledgeable I, that it was a I had a superpower. Like, and I, I told this to Steph. Like, I when I was I was 13 years old and I worked at mm-hmm. a pool store and. I knew things. I knew about, I knew how to take care of a pool. I knew how to fix problems. Right. And adults were coming into the store asking me for my advice. But, <laughs> and what situation does that ever happen? Right. Yeah. And so I got like, a, I went on a power trip. I'm like, I, and I literally res, would go at to the 13. At 13, 14. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I started reading the manuals at mm. work. Because I wanted to know everything about pools. Because when a, a an adult came in, I could be like, "Oh, well, you you know, it's an O ring. Here's the O ring. Blah blah blah." Like I could just like off the top of my head, just go, "Boom, problem solved, bitch. What do you want?" It, and, <laughs> like, but that doesn't ha- like. I don't know. I thought that was really. I, I think about it now. I wasn't thinking about it at the time, but I'm like looking back on it. That's you awesome. devour information, and it just that was the thing it was that a you were in the middle of. It was a superpower, and it made adults respect me. <laughs> I don't know, and so I tra- I parlayed that into, you know, the the website and and with coffee the same thing. Like I I mean I became a coffee go to guy. You know which which maker should I buy? Which whatever. Uh, but then I kind of got out. I fell out of love with it. You know, and and I fell out of love with the brand. Not the not not the brands per, per se, but like the site and and I I decided like okay. Do I re-monetize this? Do I, uh, you know? You had made a course for it, right? Yeah, I made a course. It's it was selling. So how much would you sell of it? Like a month? Maybe two to four. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it would sell at like twenty five dollars. Yeah, something. so it was like either fifty to a hundred dollars. Maybe one month was one hundred and twenty five. But that's pretty much what it sold. Mm. And 
uh, and I and I kind of knew I you know I knew going into it I was like I could do a, a, a course about making coffee but I doubt anyone's gonna buy it and like but if I, your pool is having issues that's a serious financial problem and right. you want it to be open in in the summer so your family could use it if you can't brew the best cup of coffee yeah you're not yeah it's not an urgent buy yeah it's not you're not a, like losing money or something yeah it's totally yeah and it's not a it, the other thing is it's not a hobby you know it's no one's there are people who are passionate about it, but that that kind of that side lives more in the commercial side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, they're baristas and they they do this, they do it for competition. And yeah, I just I it, you know, I mean, it's and that's the thing. I I wanted to run a media company. I didn't want to run a drop shipping company. I didn't want to run an e-commerce business or any other type of business. I wanted to run a media company where I create it helpful free content uh videos whatever and people other companies would pay me to either advertise on those pieces or you know i would sell my own digital products and coffee was not the right industry Mm. and i did no research prior to starting roasty which was kind of the point i didn't want to i just wanted to build something awesome and i did but ultimately at the end at the end of the day uh it's it's a business built for physical products so uh i I have a few questions for you um so so right now it's it's swim university yeah it's brew cabin and um money Money lab Lab. yep and and that's it right yep okay are you actively working on brew cabin no we pushed the pause button okay meaning um, um it still exists i still own it i still want to do it one day but right now it's on pause. For, Fair. It's on a, a forced Is, hiatus. D- does it earn a, some amount of money? Yes. It probably earns roughly $500 a month. Is the fact that you're not doing it tanking it? Like no. People writing it, you whatever. No, Is quite it doing the opposite. Better? Yeah. So, so it's growing. Yeah. And that's what happened with Swim U. So, so Swim U, I kept leaving. And every time I left, it got better. <laughs> <laughs> so in in hindsight given that thought do you yeah. like and provided you and you obviously you know where i'm going with this like if if you didn't have debt if you didn't have that urgency in your business life uh w- in hindsight would you have kept roasty no knowing that you probably could have just ignored it you know it wasn't a, a time suck uh no i wouldn't have and, and, and so what, what's the logic behind that? The logic is I, <laughs> you know, so. I hate coffee. No, I no, no. I fucking no. hate so, coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, so the truth really is this. I, I, I always used to beat myself up because I'm like, I know Roasty can make money. I just mm. knew it could. But it, it wasn't going to. I didn't want to do the things that would make it money. Um. Selling advertising was one. Mm, it's the worst. Uh, the other one was uh, uh, being an actual uh, coffee subscription service where I would send coffee. Ah, and I'm like, it's perfect. It's the perfect. It brand. really is. But it, you have I, to then deal with boxes and right. labels. And I, and I knew I was never going to get into it. I even tried to partner with drop or uh, not dropship, but subscription companies to create roasty branded a roasty branded version right 
to go through and I would say, you know, and it, it, they would handle all of the processing. It would, I would just be the front end brand. And I talked to two companies about that, but the margins on that are already razor thin. Because there's so many people out there doing the same thing. Or? But also, I mean, like a bag of coffee doesn't, I mean, a bag of good coffee, you're probably buying for like, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks or five bucks or whatever. And you're selling it for 16, 20 and, and you're, and you're there's only like making shit. money if you're literally brewing it and someone's getting right, like the experience exactly. of, yeah, I guess it's the same thing. You know, we, we were at uh, this cocktail bar and, and yeah. I love cocktails. Yes. Yeah. Like so much, uh, and and he he was talking about how he had uh, for the Fourth of July, he came up with the sangria, mm. and I guess I don't think of it like he does, but he had all these ingredients and it sounded an insane amount of ingredients, and he made a five gallon drum, and uh, he basically was like, oh, so it's like a dollar, it was like a dollar a glass, yeah, like because he he knows all the costs, he figured it out, and this cocktail bar sells the drinks for like sixteen dollars each, right. and so you know. I guess where where you take the raw things and make right. it into something, it just there. It, yeah, I, from what I understood, the margins were thin, and I wasn't going to make a lot of money from that. Doing mm-hmm. it through a third party. So, in order to really make money doing that, you kind of have to do it yourself. And I also knew that, you know, I I could have sold my own branded products. And not taking the Amazon commission, but actually, ma- you know, made a hundred dollar coffee pot that was like a roasty exclusive, and it could have been, and I would have made, you know, fifty to uh, to seventy five dollars a pop. So Matt, uh, the because there are also these people that we've kind of grown up with in in this like whether it's the personal finance space or whatever who yeah. have also sold their sites. Right. And you know, like you you have bigger fish to fry and and it was such that like this was a minority of your income. It was so the, I I called it, it the low lowest priority on the totem pole. Yeah, it's it's like almost water under the bridge. Like yeah. in, in uh, the larger scheme of your business, not the biggest deal. Um that said, uh a lot of people seem to really regret it. Or like lose their shit and yes. focus. They become like unmoored as people. So my my question to you is like, do you sell your business? Like, do you sell your website? It uh, or yeah. or is there a certain scenario where that even makes sense? Well, I mean, that wasn't my business. My mm-hmm. real business that makes me all the money is Swim University. I I didn't sell it. I sold a side project, mm-hmm. basically. That 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 wasn't working, and that I did not want to put time and what, effort what, into. What would you advise? You know, like, do you think that there are parameters that you know where it makes sense or yes. doesn't? I think it makes sense in in my specific scenario, where if you're like, I I would say like every time I've seen someone sell their flagship brand and basically completely exit the the industry, they mm. always go back. I mean, even you don't even have to, you don't even have to think about people who sell websites. Think about people who sell or just leave. Look at the guy who left Twitter. He came back. Yeah, you know, actually, I right? feel like at least two of the three founder has, founders have done that. They all came back. Yeah, because they were like, what? You know, they were all looking for an exit strategy. They they found their exit. They got a lump sum of money. They got super bored, and they went right back into it. Yeah, and. I 
I, I, you know, the whole reason Money Lab exists is because I don't care if it makes money. I mean, I want it to, but ultimately, it is a hobby. It's like I would do this shit. I, I brew beer every couple weeks for free. I give it out to my friends. I don't care. I don't want to start a brewery right now, although I'm not leaving it out, but I don't want to do it. But it's a hobby. Like I would, I would, you know, if I, I did a lot of shit for free and I love it and I love talking about it. And so I don't want to leave it. I, and, and, and I think selling swim, you would, would, would ultimately be my, it would be a cash out for me. I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to go retire on a beach somewhere. You know, right. I, I would make that much money from, from swim university. But you know, some people who have made like $10 million buyouts, like, Oh, I'm free. And then mm. what happens? I mean, you know what happens to like people who retire in their, you know, 60s and 70s, they fucking die. I, I was literally just going to say <laughs> they die. Like, they die. You have to do something with yeah. your, your brain. Yeah. It, yeah. It all goes to shit if you have no like purpose. So so to me, Roasty was a focus sale. It was a I'm, I'm, I'm relieving myself of this asset so that I can – focus on the thing that is making me money that I do want to grow and I'm going to find a new way to fall back in love with it, which is what I'm trying to do at Swim University. I'm trying to look at it like this is a legitimate business. There are people who depend, besides me, who depend on this generating income. How do we turn it into something that is not just an affiliate marketing website that could be sold at any day, but something that is an actual business that you know eventually – we, you know, because I think uh, part of my th- thought strategy of of going forward with this multimedia brand I, or this multimedia company I, w- I ultimately want to create, uh, it has to be slow. But basically, Swim University, I imagine, will be capped at some point. Like it, it will not be a multi. It's never going to be a billion dollar business. It's a mm. web, you know. It, it may not even be a multi million dollar website. It may just hit a million and plateau, right? And go, and I have to say, okay, well, do we reinvest the the profits of our business into Swim U, or do we reinvest those profits into another brand, you know, where it makes sense and spend that money wisely and not uh, over invest or 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 take another gamble? It's like no, we we are taking profits that are that everyone's paid, I'm paid, everyone's good. We have this extra cash. We should roll it back into the business, but the business hasn't grown in two years. So maybe we should reinvest it into a new thing that maybe has a bigger potential of growing, or just another another plant, another tree, you right. know, in our in our garden or whatever. And that's and I, but I did not. I I did that with Rosie in the beginning. I tried to scale it up too fast, and I think ultimately I was just you know, there are other things I'd I'd rather focus on. So I do think people should sell their websites if it's causing you it's if it's first of all if you're losing money on it hell yeah uh if it's causing you stress and you're not making enough money on it and it's just and it's been around and you're like you know and if you have other you have to have a fallback I think do you think uh if you had started it you know roasty Knowing that you're going to sell it, say like the goal was yeah. a, a two-year exit, you would have approached it differently. 
It's a good question. I don't think I would have. I say that because that was kind of the point of the site to begin with. To Which, sell it? No. No. It was to prove to myself, really. That you could do it. That I could do yeah. it again faster than I did at Swim University. Right. So the only thing I may have done differently is worked on it myself. Hmm. Like work, did, did more work on it throughout those two years personally instead of hiring people out. Because why? Uh, because I knew I, I writing well, is hard, could, dude. I mean, writing is hard. I hate it, but uh, Same. I, 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 it, I, you know, it's I don't like know. That I, thing, it's hard and it sucks, but they're like, you're good at it, so you should do it. And I, well, I get that. So yeah, I, you know, I, I say that now, and it's like it would have been what I've done, but it may not have been the smartest thing because it's like my time is still money. But to me, I was at the time, I'd be like, oh, I'll save money, do it all myself, build it all up, and then I make all the profit. And it's right. like, well, no, you just paid yourself later for doing that work. Yeah. You know? No, I don't, I don't, maybe, maybe I wouldn't have. I don't know. Mm. Or maybe I would have. Hard to say. I guess, I guess looking at it, and I mean, I don't know it nearly as intimately as you. I feel like uh, it had added such uh, a long term approach. You know, um, it had a, it, I, so yeah, I, I look at it as if it always had a different business model in mind that didn't fit with mine. Right. Like the, the brand required a different business model and I wasn't willing to build that model mm. or operate that model. I just didn't want it. And I kept trying to make Rosie something it, it itself didn't want to be not to, you know, turn it into some like living creature, but it's like it demanded products that I wasn't willing to build right? and had no interest in building. And that's why I wanted, I, I knew like, again, it, it was like, it was a nice send off because I liked the brand. People loved it. People like they loved it. And I got a lot of fans who found that and were like, Oh, I didn't know you did these other things. And, uh, and, I knew that I wasn't – like I had built the thing up. I did the content. I got the traffic. That's what I'm good at. I wasn't the one to structure the business model around it. Mm. It required uh, a different type. And, and, and I, dude, I thought about it. I, I honestly thought about uh, you know, doing FBA stuff, you know, getting my own products from Alibaba and you know, building my own thing and you know, sending it to Amazon and having Amazon sell it. Thought about it. Would, thought it would be cool to do. I, then I ultimately decided that that is not what I'm good at. That's like that's I feel like that's real business, and it's a, I, it's a lot of work to do that stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of work and stress and like a debt. You know, you have to mm. to spend that. You have to spend the money up front to get that kind of stuff. And if it do, and then there's a whole you kind of have to like sit on Amazon. Like I I know people who do the FBA stuff. Like you kind of have to be in it. Like it's it's a whole ecosystem that you have mm. to understand. And I I just didn't think I was good enough or i didn't want i kind of wasn't really that i wasn't that interested in going down that path so, i think it's I mean, cool let, but let me, let me ask a question from from a different angle and, and yeah. i'm kind of just i want to understand um like your your mindset and approach so yeah so you would you would you do it the same way again um blah 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 
would uh, do? Do you see yourself creating? I mean, your original goal was to create this multi-faceted media company. Yeah. Do you do you feel that through the experience, actually, like three pillars is plenty of pillars? Yeah. Do you feel that? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I'm going to create another one next year. I just don't know. Like, what what what's yeah. your mindset going forward from it uh so yeah it's uh less pillars mm. but gr- but great more you know? wood behind fewer arrows yeah is that a thing that saying that's what steve jobs said to uh i think it was sergey brin when he was starting google really yeah uh i like that yes so i going forward i would like to honestly right now focus just on swim university and money lab those are the two brands, like and Money Lab is like like right now. Swim University, I have a team that helps me develop the content there, so I'm not in the day to day anymore. I'm still very much involved in everything, but I don't have to do day to day work. My day to day work, I still like being creative, and so Money Lab allows me to do that because I do. It's a, it is a true passion, right? Uh. And so if I can build those two things up, I, I, I plan on never leaving Money Lab ever as a brand. Mm. Like as pers- like personally involved in the content creation. Like it's I, like it's inexplicably, inexplicably whatever tied yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's where I'm going to live forever. But uh, – and, and I'm going to continue to do experiments and stuff um, because I think all of this stuff – you know, I would love to do an Amazon FBA thing. But always cap it. Always go, right. I'm going to do it for a month or do it for two weeks and then never do it again but prove <laughs> that it's possible, right? Right. Uh, because anytime I start something and I have to continue doing it, it's maintenance. There's a lot of maintenance and, mm. and that can get, that gets like tiresome. So, so going forward, even with brew cabin, uh, even though it's on a hiatus right now, I don't want it to stop. What I'd rather do is, uh, build swim university up and the team up that we have so much extra capital that, okay, let's take the same group of people and let's build this new thing and see how far we can take it. Like build the dream team and then build make the them dream move team. amongst websites and just kind of... Only if Swim University is ridiculously profitable, but we can't put money into it anymore because it has plateaued, you know? Mm. I, and I and I that could take four years, five years, or it could take two, I don't know, but it's definitely not going to happen in the next year or so or... I mean, we've talked about like, you know, broadening, right? So like there's like a finite amount of things related to pools that people are searching for. And and you're perhaps coming pretty close to that. Yeah. But there's like this peripheral and Swim University has this weight and power behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like, oh, home and garden. Yeah, I know of home and garden. Like they do everything related to your home and And garden. garden, Right. And they kind of crush it. You right. Know. Yeah, and and ultimately, I want to take it that I think I, I think I have to take it that far. Mm. I would I would regret not taking it that far as right. a person. Um, like, what are you made of? Can you even do it? Yeah, like, what is the height that it can? But ultimately, like I would love to. I don't want to go to an office, you know, mm. ever. I it's love not that my, bad. I love, huh? So it's not that bad. <laughs> no, but but I don't want to. I want the office to come to me. <laughs> I don't know what that even means, but like, I said it. I don't want to put the sweatpants on. I want them to put themselves on. Put, put, put themselves on me. <laughs> of course. 
So, uh, what do you think? Should I have sold Roasty? I to me, I think now you that, sold now it that I me. kind of laid it all out there. So, um, I I think that your reasoning for you is sound, um, and I think in my understanding of you that if it gets it off of your mind and plate so you could do more depth to the things you've already built, yeah. I think it makes sense. That said, if, like, say, someone was shopping around Roasty mm-hmm. um, and you were to see it, or, or I guess if I was to see it, so I, I buy rental properties, right? Yeah. And the return on rental properties is far, far lower than yeah. the return on Roasty, like, per dollar I would right. put in. And oftentimes... They're like I mean, it's actually kind of equivalent in price, and I know what to do with it. So, mm-hmm. for someone like me, and, and you know, you have this team for swim you in place. I guess I see it as like you know what I can help my team make more money, mm-hmm. and just kind of plug them in. And so, I I'm a, I think I'm a buyer, but because I I am not passion driven like you are, right. I'm more methodical. Yes, for sure. But you do but you are but you're passionate about this thing. The thing we're doing. Yeah, so so I guess that's the thing also is I've not really done anything that I'm not passionate about and I guess um We're the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Fine. We're the fine. same. You know, we we had, we were talking, we were gonna buy this website five years ago for like yeah. five G's that honestly would have been gangbusters, but then you have to deal with it. Then and you have to maintenance kind of, it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like homework, and no one likes yeah. homework. It's you know, I, that's kind of the that's the worst part of all of this, I think. And you probably you've definitely ran into this with List of Money Matters, where the beginning is the sexiest, funnest thing mm-hmm. ever, right? Building the thing, like I, I mean, I don't even have to guess. I can, I pretty much know. Like every time you do a redesign on the website, it's the best project ever. Oh yeah, it's, you like it's you get like, lost uh, in it. It's so great. <laughs> You're rebranding. It, it's just it's so fun. It's so uh, much fun. It takes months. You know, you you sweat over it. But yeah, like it's fun. It, you know, it's funny. Here, here I am telling you, and almost like kind of uh, like indicating that you shouldn't have sold it. Yet uh, I have this thing called Simple Wealth that I built <laughs> that that I have tried to sell yeah. and would. FYI, love to sell if you would like to buy it. Anyone it makes out $1, there? $1,200 a month. Yeah. And if you're a developer, it's like porn for you. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, it's a so- uh, it's software. Yeah, but but I think it comes down to like, you know, focus. And I, I guess, so uh, it pulls me away from the things that uh, make me money, make yeah. me the most that, money. The, the, yeah. And, I, and it's, you know, when you double down on, on the thing that um, is bringing you in money, the the growth that can happen there is crazy. Yeah. Versus my what I've always done is start a thing, it makes money, and then I start a new thing. And then that makes a little bit of money, and I start a new thing, and that makes a little bit of money. And all together, those things make a decent amount. But I'm yeah. but I'm split between four or five projects and this and none of them ever get None of them ever grow. They kind of just all stagnate. You're you're maybe making five G's a month or whatever because they need the, the the TLC that got them to that point exactly. in the first place all the time. And, and so and so if you wipe out you know four out of the five and you just focus on the one, the exponential growth 
by putting yourself into it along with others. I think everyone needs help. I think, uh, in the early stages, you have to do everything yourself, uh, or partner with somebody who will help you do it. Um, like we partnered to, to grow listen money matters, like extremely fast. It mm. had it been just you, would you? I mean, having I, I could maybe it would have grown faster. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that. No, like, no, like, and I think the thing is, like, uh, so, knowing, so yes, you got you got a partner, perhaps not partner, partner, or, sure. or maybe, but I think, uh, we had an interesting, like, uh, you had things that I could learn from you, yeah, and, I, and you and I had things that you could learn from me, and so it was. More than just laying bricks. Totally. No. It was. Yeah. And and that it was like it was, it was equal in strength, and yet um, you 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 need that. Like mm. we we had good output, and we had. But had you had to just do it by yourself, or vice versa? If I had to just I do it by myself, have. well, that yeah, sure. And but that's you know part of the partnership, like brainstorm, yeah. but. Had you have, you know, either one of us would have been super slow because as a solopreneur, which we can talk about in another episode, because I know Justin Jackson just talked about like, what if you weren't a solopreneur? Like, mm. maybe that's a maybe that's a terrible road to go down. You mean like always partner? You're saying yeah, or like yeah, always or at least have help in some way, shape, or form, whether it's mm. somebody you hire or uh, a partner that you split revenue with, or or however you want to put it, but. You get so much done so faster, so much faster with mul- multiple people rather than j- who all share the same drive and goal, right? Versus you know because we did that with the podcast, we grew it crazy fast, mm. and and now like and it's it, that's sort of the jumping off point where it's like now if you focused all of your effort into Listen Money Matters as a brand, you know it grows faster, it grows oh, faster yeah. and better and exponential and same with swim you for me it's it, it is the way to go and as soon as you start you know you, you you took the time to start working on simple wealth and it's like every minute that you're away from that thing you know that thing either suffers you're, you're actually kind of losing money right you're kind of yeah it's funny for 95 percent of this conversation i forgot that i even owned it or it was a yeah, thing right, and right. i actually i just was i was like well i have ridiculous focus yeah because i have this one thing. thing but I actually have this other thing and it just is a couple you know, of things there. too like you i mean we're we're working on something new and we have and you had the community that you had built before that and mm. you know there's yeah, and, and I'm sure that you did, and you did other little things on the side too. Like, and you still have little things on the side. So, like, so you Lauren can't help have, it. Yeah, exactly. We we have four domains that make us money right. of varying degrees. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. I think it's a good place to wrap it up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, well, I want to thank Carl Bush for my new middle name this week via email. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate that. Uh, what is my middle name? <laughs> This week, it is They Call Me Sticky Fingers. With an underscore. No, no underscore. Don't listen to him. But but if you do that, it'll probably just work. Mm, maybe. Who knows? Give it a shot. Let me know what happens. Uh, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show, please email me at matt at moneylab.co. Also, feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. I'm always trying new ones out. Who knows if sticky fingers will, will fit and stick. <laughs> Who knows? You know who knows. 
at the end of every episode, you start to say thank you, and I, I'm like just about to say you're you're welcome, Matt. You're welcome. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, damn, oh, it's not for me. You're talking to not me. Um, <laughs> if you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you really like the show, tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episode, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber too. They would love that. More subscribers. Grow this bitch. Mm-hmm. It's mm. <laughs> your catchphrase. Uh, What's thanks, your middle dude. name? Matt? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Easy? Oh, that might be next week's. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, thanks, dude. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank no, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, oh, no. you're welcome. Oh, thank you. Ah. Uh. Huh. Thank you. Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>